that's the legend. Nathan, Samuel, Hale, David, Alan Greer, Cress. That's his full name. I didn't name him. It's weird when you're out here by yourself. It's floating among the blue. Oh, there he is. Here I is. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much, man. What's up with you? Just trying to get my ding dong computer to work. Your ding dong to work? No, my ding dong computer. Oh. My ding dong works just fine. I mean, you got a few buttons undone there on that shirt. I, you know, it's a little, it's a little too sexy, sir. Sorry, I'll tone down the ding dong. It's a family show, okay? Right. Well, good thing we're audio only. Too sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy for my shirt. Too <laughs> sexy for my shirt. So sexy, it hurts. Is that the song that was in your mind? Uh, no, I was actually thinking about this old SNL sketch where. Oh. Uh, Chris Kattan played um, Antonio Banderas in like the Antonio Banderas show. Like, you know Mm. how they do the funny, like fake talk shows, you know? Yeah. So he'd be playing Antonio Banderas and then, um, and then every time it was, uh, well, he had a shirt on much like yours Mm. and then he would just look into the camera and he would like start to undo a button and then his like, like, Andy Richter would always say to him, uh, you know, sir, too sexy. That's too sexy. Too, <laughs> too sexy, sir. No, thank you. No, thank you. Put it away. Too sexy. <laughs> like that kind of thing. That's how Andy Richter said it? Uh... Put it away. Too sexy. I'm Italian. Andy Richter. Like, like... Like strange, what? marginally European, and and Hold on a second, Antonio Banderas is not Italian. Oh, I thought you were saying Andy Richter was saying that. What? No, the the Andy Richter on the SNL sketch. We lost the thread somewhere. Oh, it's gone. I don't think it's ever oh. coming back. Oh well. You know what's here to stay though. What, Brett? From my car, oh. Fell for it. I did. It fell right into it. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio with Nathan Cress, Brett Davern, and Intern Bree. Also, producer Katie here, sitting in as usual. Hi. Uh, Hi. In the background of my Zoom today, if you're wondering, this is a picture of a family. I don't know who Not they your are. family? No, I found them on Google Image. I typed in family Christmas photo, and I put mm. myself into their family photo. It was awkward enough, and now it's even a little more awkward, no pun intended. hey Heyo. That's the name of your television show. Nathan Cress is coming to us from what looks like Lex Luthor's office, perhaps. <laughs> well, I'm not cool, really though? sure. Like maybe those are stream strands of kryptonite behind you. 
They but, are. They protect me from Superman. I have them encircling my whole trailer. We talked to you season one from the trailer, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see the background or maybe there was an upgrade during season two, perhaps. Yeah, there was, there was a little bit of an upgrade from one season to the other. So got the, got the bump out now. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're in a, we're in a proper, proper star wagon. (laughs) Yeah. Cause not those knockoff trailers. No. From those other, the other third party people. It's a a star wagon now, baby. Wow. I'm a star boy. Yeah, wow. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a star boy. Good for you, intern Bree. What do you think of the trailer there? Pretty sweet, right? Yeah, I mean, like that's a pretty nice color of wood. I like the stainless steel. Yeah, the stainless steel. I mean, and the, the shirt that he's wearing and everything, the way he's leaning back in his chair, like this is a, this is a master villain right now. I'm feeling. Oh, for sure. I just gotta shave my head. Or the just last thing. no, or just go full slick back, like wet slick back, Pat Riley. That's true. Yeah, that's the other choice. I feel like if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to go full Lex because you're right. This is very, these are exact kryptonite colors for sure. Well, maybe it's a prequel. Maybe you're, you know, it's before Lex lost his hair. Right. There must have been a time before. How did he lose his hair? Has that ever been canonized? Is it alopecia? He shaved it off, I think. Alopecia is not funny. He shaved it. There's no, nothing, alopecia's no joke. Alopecia Brett. is nothing to joke around about. It's not fun. No, I don't joke about that. You know what? Hmm. This is true, actually. And he, the guy, okay, I grew up going to the same guy always cutting my hair, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super great guy, awesome dude, still doing it up there. Still cuts my dad's hair, I think, or at least wow. did up until the pandemic. Like 30 years of cutting hair, right? And then cut me, my brother, every, the whole thing growing up. At some point, he developed alopecia and hmm. lost all of his hair. I mean, where, where's Alanis Morissette when you need her? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? As an adult, like it just it just happened one day. Yeah, like I don't know. It just like one day it was just like you know you know that thing when you're young and your mom's like, so here's the deal, and she like explains it to you, and you're like, what? I didn't even know that could happen. You know? Yeah. And there you wow. go. Wow. But spent his whole life in hair, you know? I know. The ultimate irony. Hmm. Crazy. It's like well, 10, I hope now spoons. he's got like an insane wig collection, you know, so that he can like uh, showcase all the, like, here's what I can do for you. Oh, and it's I just see, a I different see. one every day. That's just a, he, all he did was get himself a billboard, you know? <laughs> it's funny. I think he just rocks the, rocks the, rocks the look of you know with with no hair um but i remember when i was a kid the biggest thing i remember is sitting out in the waiting room for my brother to finish getting his haircut and looking mm-hmm. through all the books of all the hairstyles the actual books that yeah were sitting there, back like when those were a copy, thing hard cover even yeah yeah they're like three or four of them they're all about the same but they all have the same like 80s laser light backgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. um, yep I, yeah yep. and then you point to it i want this one I want yeah. this one of this Barbizon model from Schaumburg, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. Incredibly specific. Um, I all I ever wanted out of those was not so much the cut. I just wanted everybody's frosted tips. Oh yeah. Because it just seemed like everybody had the frosted tips, and I wanted them so bad. And my brothers got to have. They were allowed to bleach their hair. They were old enough to do it. But the thing is, 
I don't think my my dad did it for him. Yeah. And he he did not know he did not know how to do those. So all he would do is just bleach their entire head. Then wait for it to so, grow out. And then wait for it to grow out. And then for like, you know, a month, you've got just a total mess of dead grass color on your head. And then for the month after that, you had awesome frosted tips. I love it. So rather than going through the work of getting it all in there, you just went for the whole the whole deal. Um, yeah, no, my brother and I, we did the cap and like pulled the hair uh, through and everything yeah. like I had that wire thing and my brother be complaining and I'm like jabbing him in the head with this metal thing and sitting at the mm. kitchen table, like just oh. with a towel and like a clothespin around his shoulders, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, like a, some scene from like a Tarantino movie or something. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Like, we should have had yeah. some like sauce bubbling away on the stove mm-hmm. and someone else like weighing out drugs. I don't know why, but. For some reason, all those images come up. It's an interesting tableau to have in the Davern house. Maybe it's because of the smell from the bleach. Like for True, some reason, yeah. Feels... Got that kind of chemical death sort of yeah. aroma. It feels... Yeah, like... somebody's like got the money counter, you know, like, gotta, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. Breaking bad in the corner. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's always like, also too, it was like kind of violent because my brother's always going like, ow, and I'm like, oh, stop it. Quit it. Knock it off. Stop being a baby. You know, like, from doing what? From like yanking the hairs through? Well, because there's like this metal. Well, it, they give you this like. Uh, welcome to Radioactive Dads, by the way, Adobe Radio. This is the show. Uh, <laughs> this is it. They like, you... <laughs> like it or not. I'm Brett. He's Nathan. She's Bree. Anyway, they give you this metal hook that comes with these caps, and you put the. It's like a shower cap thing that you tie a little bow under your chin. You put it on your head. Uh-huh. It's got all these little holes in it. Then you stick the metal thing through the cap try to grab onto some hair and yank the hair back through so that you, so that at the end you have all these like little hairs sticking up, but not every hair, right? Then you bleach those, then you take the cap off, then you rinse everything out. Then you got the tips, but if you have longer hair at the time, right, it can get twisted. And then you're digging that metal thing into the scalp. Yeah. And then you put on the bleach, which then soaks down into the, all the little like cuts and nicks that you've gotten. The nineties were great, Nathan. They were great. Yeah. Sounds like it. Beauty is pain. Loved every minute of it. It was fantastic. I'll bet. It was worth it, though, because you looked awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. What year were you 17? Well, 20... 2011? Wow. I think 2010, 2011. 2000, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2010-02... It's the year. Yeah. Let's say no. it's the year before you graduate high school, or also the year you graduate. Yeah, high school. so I graduated in 2011, but I was late. So I think 20, like 2011, so 20, 2010. You turned 17 in 2010, then maybe, right? Let's not overthink it. It was somewhere around there. <laughs> All right, 2011. I think I was 17 in 2000. I think. Oh, see, that was pivotal. Right there. Like that because... was that was when it was just right at the peak of it. Yeah. I missed out because by the time I was 17, you couldn't do that anymore. Yeah, March of 2000, so. That's yeah. when I was born. What? How Whoa. Did... So you turned 17 in 2017? Mm-hmm. Wow, so there's almost like, I mean, it's almost kind of even between all of us. Not really spaced out even, but almost, kind of, sort of. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. That's nuts. Wow. Man. How wow. is it being born in 2000 and never having to do the math on how old you are? Oh, it's great. <laughs> You know, before March, subtract one and 
after March, it's that's it. That's so nice. Can you imagine the kids who were born on New Year's Day in 2000, how easy their life must be? Oh, easiest. Were your parents nervous that the world was going to end before you were born because of Y2K? Um, probably. I don't know. I might ask them. Most yeah. people were. Yeah, be like, while you were pregnant with me, were you worried that there was a chance the world was going to end before I had a chance to be born? Did that cause any overdue stress or anxiety? And then they like, like in a movie, they like just slowly put their fork down. They're like, what? <laughs> Who have you been talking to? You're like, don't worry about it. No, nobody important. It's part of the Trust internship, me. mom. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Uh, this is Maroon 5 because this song was on the radio when I was 17. Mm. And then we'll explore Nathan's 17, and then we'll explore Bree's 17 during okay. this musical break on Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. We'll be right back. It's Christmas time, guys. It's the holiday season. So let's get in the spirit on the other side of the break. What do you say? I think that's a brilliant idea. I'm ready. Good, because I didn't have any other ideas if you said no. <laughs> I, I do love making you scramble but i also love christmas so let's get it <laughs> we'll be right back it's not To there it dad is. On Adobe Radio. I forgot what keyboard I was on, guys. I'm going to be honest. Uh-oh. <clears throat> Too many shows around here. Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. What's up? I'm Brett. He's Nathan. Uh, he's on iCarly, and I read emails word for word. She's intern Bree. Hit her up on the social medias, everybody. At release Radioactive Dads. <laughs> At Radioactive Dads um, is the name of this show. We also got a merch store and stuff like that. Late for Christmas, but whatever. Maybe you wear it for your New Year's resolution, which is hard to say. New Year's resolution. Especially when you've been hitting the New Year's sauce, you know? What? It's the middle of the day. How dare you? How do you? How does anyone know what time of day we're recording this? How correct of you? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say... By the time this airs, uh, she will already have it, so I can say this, but I happen to have in my very trailer some uh, products from the merch store that I'll be giving to uh, a young cast member who happens to be a fan of this show. Oh, right. Triplet. Nice. So uh, hopefully at the moment that she's listening to this, she's wearing some radioactive dad swag. That's amazing. TV dad. Well, shout out. Thank you to her for that. And also everybody out there listening, you guys can put in what, what do they put in? What's, is there a promo code for radioactive dads? Rad fam. Once there's a real Rad promo code. Fam. Rad fam. Rad fam. Is Rad that fam. It? Rad family. I think it's family. Oh no. I we, thought don't, it was we don't know the promo code. Okay. All right. Stay tuned after the break for the promo code, everybody. <laughs> That's a tease. That's a radio pro for you, everybody. Hey, uh, let's set the mood for the holidays here, everybody, because it's this week, guys. Uh, did you Ooh. get your shopping done? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but really, though, I mean, what a time of year, right? It feels nice. Mm -hmm. It's nice and crisp out there in L.A. Uh, we're doing the, the thing this year where we stay down here for the holidays. So ho this time of year always sneaks up on you here in L.A., but at least it's a little colder this year. Yeah. It, this is the first time that it's actually felt like a little bit of a proper 
wintry Christmas vibe. We finally had rain not that long ago for the first time in what felt like a couple of years. So yeah. it's nice. It's been a little bit more snuggly at home. We're actually getting some use out of the fireplace rather yeah. than and burning us alive. Can we talk traditions for a second? Um, sure. And you guys can send us yours. Uh, if you got any wacky family traditions, I want to hear about them. More so, I want to read your email stories about them. Mm. <laughs> with, That's always fun. With the light off right before I go to bed. Oh, well, oh, maybe we maybe we don't do that. Radioactivedads right. at gmail.com. Um, I tried to create a new tradition this year, Nathan, with going Sorry. to find a place down here in the Southland that I could cut down a tree myself. Does such a place exist? Well, according to Google, it does. And so we went there. Mm-hmm. I packed up everybody. And we drove out to Simi Valley. It wasn't Simi Valley. It was like Thousand Oaks, but in the valley there, sort of-ish. Okay. So yeah. like up the freeway from me a little bit, maybe half hour. Anyway, we pull off the freeway, and I'm like, there's no way there's a tree farm around here with Christmas trees. What? This is crazy. We pull yeah. off the freeway. We turn left, go under the freeway, and right on the other side of the freeway, so butted up next to the freeway, in a strip of land that was about as wide as three cars was a <clears throat> Christmas tree farm that was a quarter mile long, but super skinny right <laughs> next, right next to the freeway in the desert, in the hot sun, in the dry desert. And I was like, <sighs> okay. So we go walking up to the little hut. There's a saw, you know, you pick up the saw and I was like, yeah. Hey, what's the deal? And she goes, okay, so, we have California Christmas trees. Okay. I said, what are those? She said, well, they're not like the Christmas trees everyone's used to. They're like, you know, California pine trees, like cypress and like, you know, California trees. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. But the kids are like super excited to be handed a saw. Like, <laughs> that's I, all that matters well i feel like the kids have in their mind like yeah like traipsing through the snow and out in the forest and stuff so like their little faces are like so eager to just get the saw and go out there and find the christmas tree that i'm like all right sounds good and i start to take one step away and then she goes um the five footers are 104 dollars the six footers go up to 150 and then above that we get around like 200 i was like Okay. Like so right now I'm just like uh-huh. all right, Mrs. Davern, check it out. How mu- how long do we gotta stay here before like for like long enough? But like what are we gonna say here? You know, because this is not happening. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's we- they're selling cactuses for a hundred and four dollars. Yeah, they they're calling California Christmas trees. So yeah. Yeah. We walk out in there, there's nothing. They're they're more like bushes and shrubs and stuff, like next to the freeway. Um, yeah. Now they did have pre-cut ones that they also have at Home Depot or Lowe's or anywhere else that you buy a Christmas mm-hmm. tree, you know, in a parking lot. Um, yeah. But those were like an extra thirty bucks. So the the short the the long and short of it is, we all piled back in the car, we drove immediately to a Home Depot, bought a Christmas tree, and went home. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I was gonna call you a sellout, but that's also the right call. Yeah. The because... tradition. The tradition continues, though. It's become a tradition. 
of just failing to find a way to cut down a tree in California. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then going to a Home Depot parking lot and and just do go. but still doing the tree the tree tree though. No fake tree. I'm not breaking down, not doing the fake tree. <sighs> See, I was going to say at that point trees are getting so expensive you might as well just no. get a, the fakey like me because I'll be darned if it's not a bazillion times easier and looks just as magical. You know what? I'm even more mad at the fake tree than I've ever been before though. Be prepared to be upset, Nathan. Well, that's just because you're bitter about how hard it is to get a real one. Don't no. don't blame it on the artificial tree. No. Projecting. No, now my problem with the artificial tree is the environmental cost of these trees, you guys. Every one of you guys is like, oh, you're the one cutting down a tree. Hello, my tree gets replaced and at least was there to begin with. Your tree is made of plastic, and when it craps out, you guys throw it in the landfill. And even if I did throw my tree into a landfill, at least it would degrade back into the earth from whence it came. Yours just sits there for all time like plutonium. (laughs) Enough of your trees. Get on my side. Get on me and Greta's side. Come over to Greta's Christmas tree farm. Oh, you have her over there now? Oh, yeah. Are you gesturing? Yeah. Her to sit right next to you? Yeah, Greta doesn't Greta trees Greta doesn't like your trees. She likes my trees. You guys your well, carbon footprint has to be way higher than mine. Well, I got mine from a thrift store for like twenty dollars and we're gonna keep it for fifteen years. That's not, so, that, that, that that doesn't say anything about the ship that it came here on and the container and the, okay, the port the port okay. that it sat at, the truck that it was delivered on. And then like I said, what do you do when it craps out, Nathan? You throw it away, don't you? Of course you do. No, it started crapping out and we just strung more lights on it. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't even bother trying to fix it. We're like, you know what? Just go get another string. We're going to fill in that little bald spot right there. We've been doing it for the last, I think, two or three years. Congratulations. Because I'm too lazy to get a fuse checker. Nathan, you've finally done it. Congratulations. You're uh, officially a dad. Like, not like you weren't before. You know what I mean. That is the most dad move of all time, dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've gone full cheapskate. Look at, I'm the, not gonna... look at the trailer behind you. Like, actually, physically, turn around. Come on. Look at the trailer behind you. Uh-huh. I see it. All right. Now, now, now think about the idea that you just strung more lights onto that fake Christmas tree. Yeah. I think I didn't buy this trailer, and I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in someone else's property right now. <laughs> and therefore, yeah, but you bet your saying. keister, my 50% <laughs> my lit keister. Christmas tree right. is going to have one extra string of lights around the middle section that doesn't have any lights on it. You know what, sir? You've now said darn it and keister in the same segment. If you say it's time to boogie or malarkey, I mean this we we it, the whole thing could just spontaneously combust. The whole thing, it, it's in the theme song. The whole kitten caboodle. <laughs> I'm just, this is how, this is how we talk. It's good. It's good. That was Thank good, you. man. It's a good one. Boy, it feels like I'm home with this canned laughter. Studio audience loved it. <laughs> yeah, dude. So anyway, I keep trying to create the tradition. It doesn't work out. But maybe yeah. that is the tradition, and maybe that's the whole part of point of life. You know what I mean? Like teaching kids about failure. Roll with the punches, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. or just failure. I'd like to think of it as problem solving, sir. Did you solve the problem though? Yeah, we went and got a tree. Well, yeah, yeah. Turn, I don't know if that turn those lemons into lemonade, dude. You know, sort of. Yeah, 
I don't know. But the lemonade is the thing that you were trying to avoid in the first place. I guess so. Nothing smells like the the tree though on the first day. I tell you, you come back. Yeah, into the that room. is nice. But no, what we have is because nice. that smell fades. We just bought some oil that smells like a tree, and then we just bloop, flip those little bamboo sticks over, and the whole house. I'll be darned if it doesn't smell like a Fraser fir. There he goes with the "I'll so. be darned" again. Would you like me to just start swearing like a sailor, Brett? Would it make you happy? Yeah. Yeah. That to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, Brett. Let's not. Let's not. Um, I, I got another family tradition for you, okay. everybody. Go see, ahead. If, see if you guys celebrate this one. We talk about this one on the morning show sometimes, especially around the holidays, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to be getting some family together, I'm sure, you know as people do, right? Yeah. You, you see friends, loved ones, whatever. Nathan, Certainly. by the way, uh, RSVP'd no to my Christmas party. That's true. Just putting that out there for everybody. Nathan, there was RSVP'd a really good no. reason for that. Anyway, you, you know, you there see was a loved good ones, reason. you see friends, you know what I mean? You see friends, family, loved ones during the holidays. I just didn't want the pressure of having and, to bring a hilarious white elephant gift. Um, That's why I couldn't come because you've set the bar so high. All of your friends bring such hilarious. I muted him. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I've never done that before on the show. This actually feels great right now. A face, Brett. Whoa, whoa. In the face, old. How did he come back? Anywho, Z, what's it? What was I talking about before I was so rudely interrupted? Your mother, if you get a chance. Oh my god! Wow, he's really on one now. <laughs> Come back. Have you calmed down? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've calmed down. I All was right. just talking about getting an eggnog with your mother. <laughs> I just wanted to Be share careful. a holiday glass of cheer. With your delightful mother who I've never met. It's a family show, all right? And depending on what state you're in, that could be illegal. I'm not really sure. So watch it. Watch it, Buster. Okay. I'll, I'll have none of that malarkey. Talk. None of that malarkey around here, all right? Oh, oh, so you can say it. That's right. What was I that even talking like about? What was I even talking about? Before it's I was so rudely muted? Parties. Some new tradition? What? Getting together with people? Yeah, because yeah, you're saying that I RSVP'd no to your party, which I had a brilliant excuse for. Oh, yeah. You, and then, you completely sidetracked me with your with your lack of showing up at your friend's bir- uh, not birthday, Christmas party. You sidetracked the conversation, Nathan. You threw the bar. You were talking about something else and threw it out there. I mm. wasn't going to take that sitting down. What you bet it? your patootie I wasn't. We're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about new traditions. Uh, getting together with friends, family, loved new ones. thing that you're gonna do. I don't know. It went completely out of my head. Oh, I got so sidetracked because I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it so? You're, it's a new thing because instead of being with your family up north, you're you're staying down here, and therefore you're doing things differently. Maybe, maybe that's what I was gonna say. No, I don't know. I had something specific that people could start doing and stuff and it had something to do with our shows and it had something to do with something or i don't know man i tell you i do too many of these podcasts now you really do 
No, it had something to do with what we talk about. Oh, I know. I've got it. There it is. I've got it. It's back, everybody. It's back, everybody. When you go hang out with friends and family, if you don't RSVP no and break your friend's heart, and you find and you actually show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if yeah. anyone starts pissing you off at the party, like if any of your families like want to bring up like you know political conversations or like you know somebody's like, if you feel it coming, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Join me in the new holiday tradition of going and grabbing a Coke or something from the outside fridge. It has to be mm. outside the house is the point. I call it just go grab a soda. You know, whatever you want. You ever do that move, Nathan, where when it's cold outside, you leave the soda on the back porch? Yeah. Instead of putting it in a fridge or a cooler? Sure. That's what I'm saying. You just don't even announce it. Don't excuse yourself. Nothing. You hear the controversy coming? Just go get yourself an ice cold whatever it is. Start the tradition mm. with me. And then when you come back in, crack it and then just sit there sipping on it because then you won't, you won't chime in. And just remind yourself. It's all good. Let mm. things cool down. That's a nice yeah. that's a nice way of doing it. Yeah. A little advice for everybody this holiday season. You know, tensions can be high, Nathan. People have been yeah. under the same roof for too long together. I know. Stuff like that. There's all this, like, yeah. gift giving. And, like, Aunt Margaret, who wasn't invited again this year, but she knows why, but she's still upset at your mom because this thing happened, like, 23 years ago. And then it died down around 12 years ago, but then it flared back up at Uncle Tom's funeral. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Don't let that stuff get you down this year, guys. Just go grab a soda. It's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. We, we honestly, no. around my house, we seriously call it going and getting a Coke. We're like, go get a Coke. <laughs> it works every time. So it, it happens enough that there has to be a code word for it? Like, you, like got, you gotta go. You gotta get out of here. <laughs> well, that's why it works, probably, because it doesn't happen that often. So it's like you remember what that means in the moment. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'll, you know what? I'll do that. I'll be right back. Works every time. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. I think we haven't really run into too much of that because our actual relatively nuclear immediate family is pretty darn small. Yeah. So there's not really the like kind of estranged relative that comes over. Like a lot of that family, they're so scattered around the country that we don't really get too many of them. What's- so I've never been able to employ that, but uh, I'm going to have to keep that in mind and just like see if I can get someone to peeve me off. So I could just have an excuse to go get a soda pop. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the one thing you think that you could say, maybe around the house that would force your mom to have to go get a coke? You know, force my mom to have to go get a coke. Yeah. Um. Probably making some kind of comment on the on the turkey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a little, it's a little dry. Oh, a little dry this year. Oh, no, Careful. it didn't quite have the same oomph, you know, as as last year. I feel like that would prompt a. Well, I just need to go. Let me go. Just you know what, Nathan? I need to check on the, the, the. <laughs> she quietly goes out the back slider. You poke mm-hmm. your head out. Thirty seconds later, she's chain smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Mom, I. What? I thought you quit. You bring this out of me. This isn't my mom. This this is some other fictional person. But it is a funny visual. I thought you were going outside really to grab a my soda. Smoking. She's like, you know, enough sodas are just as bad for you, Nathan. It's true. Somewhere down the line. I'm sure it's the same thing. The exact same. 
See, but then that's what defeat the whole purpose of going outside to grab the coke. Because now you're just in this like weird technicality argument. Right. Oh. Then it becomes its own sub argument. Oh, the holidays. Am I right? You love it. You love to love it. <laughs> this is Blink 182. It's called "I Won't Be Home for the Holidays." <gasps> wow, so subversive. Because we have black nail polish on. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up, everybody. We'll be right back on Radioactive Dad. Yeah, Radioactive Dads on Adobe Radio. I'm Brett. He's Nathan. <clears throat> we read emails word for word. Happy holidays, everybody. Let's dip into the email bag here, Nathan. Okay. Um, answer some people's questions. We got an email uh, coming in from listener Kelsey. <clears throat> Kelsey wants to know about some holiday stuff, Nathan. Okay. She would like to know your absolute favorite holiday movie and snack while eating or sorry while watching said movie mm. well i think you and i have discussed this in one of my favorite radioactive dad's moments of all time in a previous christmas episode where we said with complete unanimity <laughs> that the best christmas movie is white christmas, white christmas. White Christmas, hands down. It's the most traditional, I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of watch got it. everything. I watch it now more out of tradition than anything else, but it also, as we talked about, it gets more fun to watch it every year because you notice more stuff about it. Right. So I watch it more like with a Mystery Science Theater 3000 or whatever, yeah. kind of now than anything else. But it's just, mm-hmm. it, it's the gift that keeps on giving. If you want to yeah. see Bing Crosby in his underwear, Watch White Christmas. Yeah, that's pretty much all I watch it for now. I've seen it enough times. It's like, that's just the only thing that makes me feel something. I know. And now every year I find myself like in my head, I'm like, oh, you're about to see Ben Crosby's underwear. Like it's right about, oh, there it is. And I'm like, why do I look for it now? <laughs> it just looks like tennis shorts. Like they're, they're so long. They're like down to his knees. They're not even scandalous. No. <laughs> it's just that you know that it is his underwear and therefore it's like, Ooh. Well, he gets like his Bing, t-shirt. Bings. His t-shirt gets caught in his tidy whities is what happens. And then he has to like quickly untuck it and pull it back down. And then he looks like a little kid when like a little kid wears a t-shirt. But like you can't see their underwear. <laughs> like Bing Crosby <laughs> just standing there in the movie looking like an eight-year-old ready for bedtime. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Makes me laugh every year. Yeah. Oh, it's good it's great. What are the other ones though? Because I know like... So we'll do that one. Yeah. Christmas with the Cranks is another big one. Oh, yeah. That's also really stood the test of time in our house. Um, gosh, the Home Alone movies every once in a while. That's not an every year thing, but that's that's kind of that's kind of one of them. I don't like the Home Alone. I know there's a new one and everything and whatever. I, I don't like yeah. that it's like ruined. The whole thing is kind of... It, it, Sometimes I don't like the industry that we're a part of, Nathan. I'm telling you, they ruin. Only it. sometimes. They, they ruin a good thing. 
The first one is so good. Every time mm. I go back and watch it, it's so good. It's so kind of adult. It's grown up. It's good storytelling. It's interesting. It's sort of high yeah. concept in a way. It, it, um, but then slapstick and silly and like, you know, them slipping, uh, literally like slipping on banana peels almost, you know. Mm-hmm. It has everything. It runs the full gambit. I love it to death. And then they have the second, the third one, and then now this new one, and then all the other. It's just. <sighs> if I've done my job right as a parent, they won't know the other ones exist. Hey. I don't know. Now, I like the third one. Good. Really? I the... like the third one. No, Nathan, stop. It's not as good, but I just like for I don't know. No. I liked I think I was also in the phase where I was so into the like international espionage. No, thing stop. You don't have to it... make it no, stop. You don't have to make it's this fed... okay for everybody. You can say that it's they fed all suck. directly into the thing. No, they all suck. You know they all suck. Don't try to just be That's political. not accurate. Stop it. They all suck. You know it. They do. I I, I disagree. They're not as good. Kevin, I will, run around I will with hold with you on that. The talk boy and all that. Like, it's just, dude, repeating the same jokes over. And then again, you're a big Star Wars fan, so you love the repeating the same storyline over and over. I forgot. You brought that on yourself. You brought that attack on yourself. You were with no, me, right. and then you I had didn't. to go all. Then you had to say they were great because you got so worried that someone out there would be offended and whatever. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let's move on. Another no, email, no, 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 everybody. No, no, no. Another email. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Go I'm ahead. just trying no, to get no. your go. I love you. I'm just kidding. Your goat. I'm just kidding. Getting my gourd. Getting your gourd and your goat. Um, here we go. Let's see here. This is a question from uh P Love C. Mm. Like the vegetable P. P E A Oh Love C like the ocean. I don't there's not a real name on this one, so there you go. Okay. Um Do y'all like Radiohead? That's the question. That's the question. Reductivedads at gmail.com. I read them word for word, Nathan. And that is the entirety of the email. That's the question. P loves, he wants to know if we love Radiohead. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Personally, I don't even know if I could identify a Radiohead song. And I like classic rock. I do. Classic rock. How many offenses in one? Huh? It's kind of classic. Is your well, left not... arm going numb? Do you smell toast? Are you okay? Intern Bree, quick call. Wait. Oh, wait. Sorry. Radio. No, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Motorhead. <laughs> That's oh, different. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait. So who's. That was close. So who's. Well, I know I'm going to know a Radiohead song when I hear it, but who's Radiohead again? No, we'll I leave it definitely... there. That's good enough. We'll just leave it with Nathan yelling, who's Radiohead? Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody cut that out. If he didn't sound like a dad already. I've seen the t-shirts at Urban Outfitters, but that's about all I really, truly know. Happy holidays. I Holland. guarantee you know at least one of their songs. I know I do, and I'm sure I played it on Rock Band at some point, but I just can't personally identify it. I, do- on the other hand, love Radiohead. Rock out to them all oh. the time. And I love putting on a live concert on YouTube. They run for about two hours. You just let it, let it sit there in the background, vibe out. Just a Radiohead concert? Yeah. Ice Age coming, Ice Age coming. 
all the time. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we're out of time, Nathan. Wrap it up real quick. There's only a Don't couple seconds it. left. Okay. Well, hey, bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Radioactive Dads. We love you. Hit us up, radioactivedads at gmail.com, or hit us up on the socials at Radioactive Dads. That's Brett. I'm Nathan. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas! And happy holidays, my friend. I love you. Happy holidays to you and yours. You too, buddy. Take care. Enjoy the fam time. See ya. Bye! Welp. That covers it for this week on Radioactive Dads. Nathan and Brett will be back next week with a brand new episode. Streaming on adobe.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.